That good, good. Have you guys ever seen Love and Other Drugs? He works for Pfizer in there. But it's Jake Gyllenhaal. So. Wait, did Pfizer pay like for it? a rom-com it? about somebody about working Pfizer? in the pharmaceutical industry? Yes, that's she has uh, so early depressing. onset Tourette's. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's way funnier. <laughs> uh, she only says the first part of swears. And he works for Pfizer. And it's a love story. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, that's, what <laughs> that's what early onset Tourette's is. <laughs> it's not full blown Tourette's. Yeah, yet. you only get the first half out, so you can't get in trouble. It's premature. Early Tourette's. onset. You you don't grow into Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what did Michael J. Fox have? Yeah, when ba- yeah, Dean, when babies come out, or they just scream. And Michael fuck J. At their Fox teacher? does not have Tourette's. <laughs> you you fucking idiot! It's only Parkinson's. What I meant. Yeah, that's famously his problem. <laughs> You remember in Teen Wolf when I you called everyone a cunt? That yeah. was awesome. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking dead, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, that's just my werewolfism. <laughs> Wait, what's Tourette's? Tourette's is where you have outbursts. Or like, like spasms. Or, or No, nope. Parkinson's is where you can't control your motor function. Yeah, you're like that shaking. Muhammad Ali <laughs> had doesn't. Parkinson's. He didn't have Tourette's. Okay, well, she has Parkinson's then. Oh, that's not as that's not. That's not funny at all. Well, that's that's sad. Yeah, it's a early, sad rom-com. Early onset Tourette's. Just me. Wait, so he works, at, he works at <laughs> Pfizer and she has Parkinson's? Yes. It's Anne Hathaway and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, God. Queen Anne Hathaway Jane. doesn't have Parkinson's. No, I'm, well, in, I'll say that right now. Movie, <laughs> it's called That's acting. What, yeah, this movie they should have hired sucks. an actress with Parkinson's. Yeah, Parkinson's. So Tourette's doesn't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of the dumbest things you've ever said. That is why I can't drink before the podcast. It might be okay. the single dumbest thing. <laughs> I liked it. I uh, thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah, tell all the Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Late Late Capitalism Show, filming this time slightly later at night, the God's hours of 9.30 p.m. <laughs> I'm your host, Jesse, and to my right... 9.49 p.m. As always... It's Dean Hayden, folks. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> my name's Chance, you dumbass. <laughs> and to my left is... Megan. Miss I'm, Megan. I have had two beers, so everyone, I'm very sorry for As the rest of this podcast. heard in the cold open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this, is, this is the the hype podcast, episode 30-something, and uh, we always said we wanted to mark episode 30-something with something a little special, <laughs> and that's yeah. why that's why uh, we're all drinking, and uh, I'm having some energy caffeine, Yeah, and even though it's almost 10 o'clock, and I should be asleep. But you know what? Here we are. We wanted to get excited for you folks at home. Yeah. Did anyone notice Dean's spelling error on the podcast last week? (laughs) Shut. Very funny. Shut the hell your mouth. Green and Green and (laughs) firm. No. I don't. Okay. Never changed. Hey, don't worry about that now. Tell us the story, Dean. Uh, No, I was going to ask you to update us on our our fearless leader. 
I feel like that's what we're celebrating. Which one, sir? <laughs> um, the Xi, one a little closer to so home. Xi Jinping is doing well. Um, I shot him a message a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> You're pen pals. Yeah, well, a little more than pals. No. You know what I'm Whoa. saying? Um, no, so we need to talk about our actual uh, feared leader, uh, which is Mr. Mayor... Robert Pattinson. Yeah, no, right. no. Uh, what, be sick, <laughs> what's his fucking name? Brian, Brian Patterson. Patterson. <laughs> Mr. Mayor Brian Patterson. You know what? You read a name so many times, eventually it just scrubs from your Brian head. Brian Patterson, as I call him. Yeah, yeah. One, one T in there. Fucking fix that shit up. That drives yeah. me insane. Yeah. Obviously, the rest of the evil shit he does also does that. And his his wife, Olga Patterson. Shyla. <laughs> hey, put some yeah. respect on her name. So anyway, take her 35 minutes to call you out for this. Slide. So, oh my God. so we talked. So I just want to tell the listeners at home, if you've been following us for long enough, you know that uh, our podcast broke the news. <laughs> yeah, we were, uh, you know, like the Marines. We were the first ones in there. Yeah, we told everybody about the third day worship center and how uh, the mayor of Kingston is actually a cultist and uh He's like the grand chief wizard. Of yeah, he's the like trying to do the center. Far Cry Five shit. Yeah, in real life, that is true. Actually, yeah. a little bit. And so, uh, so we found this out. That news came out through Vice, uh, as they picked up on a local podcast, not ours, uh, <laughs> that there was a gentleman who came out publicly that Mayor Brian Patterson himself tried to convert him from gay to Christianity. Oh. He tried to t- make him not gay anymore. There are two wolves inside of you. <laughs> not if Brian has anything to yeah. say about it. One is gay and one is Christian. Yeah, I think we mentioned last time that they, it, last time when we talked about this, that they do this sort of healing prayer where they lie you down on yeah. the stage in front lay of the entire congregation stuff. and like pray over you Oof. to fix your illnesses. They did that to a guy, but it was about praying the gay away. And I'm assuming if they've done this once, they've done this uh, multiple times. Oh, this is not the first yeah, time. There's yeah. no way in hell. But this, this news is specifically Patterson was leading this? Uh, not no. leading it, he but was, he participated he in some of the actions. It. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he would have been he was the youth the pastor, youth pastor, and pastor and at the time. Teen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this guy was a teenager, and they told him if he's gay, it's not okay, and he won't be going to heaven, and he'll go to hell. Yeah. He, the- he was told he wasn't a Christian so long as he's gay, and mm-hmm. that he needs to repent and flog himself until he's straight. Yeah. Jesus. No, they didn't tell me he needed oh. to flog himself. Okay. Well, you can't say that. If that's not what happened. I'm sorry, everybody. Um, this I'm lying. This guy is uh, very brave and really cool. He posted like pictures of his journal he was keeping at the time mm-hmm. where he would like list his sins and write homosexuality and like write like long prayers hoping that God would like cure him of his diseases and like of being gay. It was, yeah, it's it, fucked. It's, it's really upsetting. There's um there's a podcast out there. Uh, I wish I remembered the name. When I get the information for it, I'll actually give it to Dean to put in the de- description. Uh, folks at home can listen to it. It's the full length interview um, and it was done here in Kingston with that gentleman. Mm. And that's where a lot of the stuff came out. Yeah. They then sent that interview to Vice News, who then broke the news nationally. And now, what did, what did our mayor say about this? He, he, he responded. He denied it all. He just yeah. said he wasn't involved at all yeah, in any said, form like, of yeah. conversion therapy. The, the claims point. are inaccurate, Which, I think was his yeah. direct And remember, point. he also at one point denied ever even preaching at that church mm. until there was indisputable yeah, irrefutable yeah, evidence video proving evidence, otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then also the Vice uh, News article also stated it rehashed the mythos of 
the code blue tape that we've been trying to get our hands on yes. where he talks about how he wants to raise, raise an, an army, army for uh for god similar to the hitler youth yes oh um, my god that's like that's quoted in the vice article yeah. so yeah. that's a good thing this like yeah. uh, like that, that someone works, picked so. this up the the shitty thing is that it's vice that did it in yeah. the sense where like a lot of people will write that off regardless of how mm-hmm. true it is yeah I wish it was somebody like the CBC who ran the article because like a lot of old people don't write that shit off no matter how much. Oh, could they you like imagine if they actually them. ran that though? I, I can't imagine them ever actually doing that. Why not? Conversion therapy. Who's to say if it's bad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Four, th- four things you need to know about converting Here your gay eight son. eight people talking about yeah. it. So, <laughs> so the thing that's the most pertinent about this and the most topical is that conversion therapy is now coming up through like federal conversation when it comes to policy in the mm-hmm. sense of trying to ban, like outright ban conversion therapy in Canada. Mm-hmm. And our fucking mayor participated in that. Yeah. nearly outlawed practice that everyone yeah. deems is horrible except for lunatics yeah uh and people with money yeah the hard right christians yeah yeah Both so like it's we would be hard pressed to see the mayor continue mayoring in kingston for very long after this mm. term yeah i feel like his goose is cooked now i believe so it should have been cooked before he got in and anyone else who runs for mayor in kingston we have to be very certain that they do not go to this church or else we'll have another <laughs> oh infiltration God, yeah. problem. And anyone who's running against him, all you should do on your campaign trail is hammer this shit home. Oh, yeah. yeah do you literally should, nothing else and I will vote for you. And you should hire Jesse. Well, you should just let me, like, agitate. Like, yeah. I, I will get the crowd hyped up. I'll go to his demonstrations and actually, like, agitate and heckle him. Like, I'm happy to do that. No cops can catch me. I'm able to run five kilometers continuously as opposed to 50 feet. Yeah. So, you know what? I can get out of there. <laughs> so, so we all know there's a lot of assholes on the current council committee uh, in <laughs> Kingston. And all of them at one point voted that it should be okay to fly the trans pride flag at City Hall except for Mayor Brian Patterson. He, he yeah. said it was a bad idea because it doesn't represent everybody. What the fuck are yeah, you that's talking true. Like, about, you we need, like, stupid he, shit? He, he originally, and this is what's interesting, too, because I was reading the LGBT Kingston Facebook page, and they were having a discussion about, like, whether or not they believe, like, Brian Patterson or believe he's changed since then, because <laughs> it's, it's pretty undisputed that he was at least, like, participatory in this. Yeah. Um, And he originally, um, when they were considering... F- flying pride flags in Kingston. He voted against it with like almost everyone else voted for it. But then later when he was mayor, he like approved or even like maybe spearheaded that um, rainbow flag crosswalk in front of city hall. Mm-hmm. So they're like, he's like a different person now. No, it's, it's so great, we can step on the flag yeah. rather than yeah. fly. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I feel like by his logic, like, you know, the statue of Sir John A doesn't really <laughs> represent everyone in Kingston. Be- and c- because it doesn't represent every single person in the city, yeah. got to get rid of that bad yeah, boy. We should nuke that thing. Yeah, well, I, I, was would, just I would happily sacrifice every life in this city <laughs> to get rid of that like, like, there's the classic, like, oh, if you're going to fly a pride flag, why not, like, a Confederate flag? Yeah. But, like, it should really be, like, if you're going to fr- fly, like, the trans flag, then you should fly like the Kekistan flag. <laughs> like I yeah, wonder if I, like, I want a Pepe flag up yeah, there with it. Like like uh, Mayor Brian Patterson actually has nothing to do with Third Day Worship Center and is actually just a hardcore like pole or like yeah. be well, like 
Romer. Do you remember like a couple of years ago, he tried to change the city motto of Kingston to feels good, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he put a big, it was really weird when he put a big Pepe on the side of yeah. city hall. Like I liked it, but I, <laughs> you know, it didn't connect with everyone. So yeah. So our mayor is a bigoted, hypocritical asshole. I can't stand him. I think this podcast is in unison saying that. <laughs> Um, also, I still I will die on this hill. He is one of the ugliest men in the world. <laughs> like if there was a G like the opposite of the 50 sexiest men alive. If there was like the 50 ugliest men alive, he'd probably be a top two or three. Like, I'm not kidding. I think he's the most repulsive looking individual <laughs> I've ever seen. Like I said, you can find this interview, the confession tape, whatever you want to call it, the podcast. Yeah, we'll, will, we'll throw a link in there. We'll have a link in the description. Uh, you should definitely go check it out. Have a listen if you're willing to or if you're able to uh if you're not able to i definitely recommend to stay away from that and maybe just read up on some of these things like i said vice wrote a good article on it um otherwise just if you live in the kingston area or even if you don't as dean has said in the past pay attention to your local politicians because almost all of them are fucking freaks and we really need to like call them out for their bullshit um, otherwise we're just, this is how we don't get anywhere is when our local politicians just run us over with their bullshit and don't actually do what we want them to. This is exactly the point, uh, in which we need to overturn that and actually get people in charge that will do something for the people in your immediate surroundings. Yeah. We need to know about every potential, uh, again, extremist religious army that is recruiting in you know the minor cities throughout canada yeah because they uh, are yeah good because like yeah it's like a joke are. but like legitimately this yeah. happens yeah because we, we yeah we found evidence that that's exactly what's going on and it happens with uh like chief of police in certain places oh, like as soon yeah. as like you get uh, an insane mayor who's like yeah gosh i love gay people look it and they'll posture as if there's something that they're not and but the problem is is that where they have the actual power is exactly where we're not paying attention, which is in these like veto and voting skills that they have when these motions get passed. And then they're like, yeah, I'm not putting my vote in that. And I'm going to, you know, convince others not to do that because I'm the mayor and I'm the mayor. We just have Father John Misty reference, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) We just need to pay attention to who all these assholes are. Because they're trying to be your police officers. They're trying to be your uh, council members. And we just need them to be replaced. We need to flood those positions with people who actually care about the community. All right, folks, moving from one shitty individual to another, uh, we actually have a rare Jesse and Megan crossover story. That's right. <laughs> this is one of the few uh, aspects of total cooperation between the two of us. There's nothing the establishment fears more. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a story that, well, in one way you could attribute to Mr. Beto O'Rourke. Whether or not he's aware of it, and I doubt he is, plays at least a minor role in this, but still an important role nonetheless. Oh, my God. What I'm going to describe to you in the next, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes is the still emerging rooster teeth sex scandal, specifically involving one individual in particular. But I think we wanted to do a content warning on the segment that it might have some mentions of rape in it. Yes. So so, uh, very specifically in this story, there's going to be uh, a lot of content 
revolving around sex, in some cases, sexual assault, in some cases, gaslighting and like intense emotional manipulation. So if you're sensitive to this kind of thing, I totally understand if you don't want to hear this story because it's going to be like intrinsic to how this goes down. Mm -hmm. That being said, this is also an important story because it illustrates how prevalent something like this is in both media as well as now the internet content we consume. Before we start, what's Rooster Teeth? So originally, uh, it started out in the early 2000s as a uh, internet media uh, creator. Their big series at the time was known as Red versus Blue, which is still actually ongoing to this very day. And essentially, they just made like films in the game Halo. Yeah, Machinima. And it started literally as simple as just them recording the screen of two characters nodding, and then they'd add voiceover. And then it evolved into like a hyper complex like animation suite into itself. And of course, as they got more popular on YouTube and on their own website, they expanded their business. Some of the things they started to include, uh, if you're familiar with YouTube at all, you'll know about Let's Plays, which are basically just people playing video games, recording the footage and dubbing over it. Well, they started a channel dedicated to that. They actually have their own film production company now. In fact, Rooster Teeth as a conglomerate was purchased by AT&T. So when we're talking about this, this isn't just a small time media company anymore. Although admittedly, when Megan was at the peak of her fandom, they were still very much on the way up, whereas now yeah. they are like one of the major media conglomerates. As Chance has yeah. noted, a lot of the video game or like video game media related podcasts are owned in some way, shape or form by Rooster Teeth. Yeah, pretty much any. So like I'm a normie in this sense that I watch a lot of YouTube and a lot of YouTubers that I watch have podcasts prior when a lot of po these podcasts were starting up. They were almost all sponsored by Rooster Teeth, which is where a lot of people would get their advertisements from and stuff like that, like Express VPN or or uh, blue chew. They don't do as much blue chew on rooster teeth now, I will say, yeah. but it is a lot of express VPN. Yeah. So this is now a massive media conglomerate that was literally born out of four people recording halo footage and dubbing the voices over and Megan, you wrote fan fiction about two of those involving people? two, two of the on screen talent. Uh, yeah. So one of the <laughs> Jesse. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. happened. Michael X Gavin. That happened. Okay. So yes, one of their branch off channels. I don't even know if it was own. It was his own channel or they just like put it, the, the names at the beginning no, of each it's, episode. It's, its own channel. So it was achievement hunter, which was like oh God. six dudes <laughs> who played the Xbox games, 360 specifically. Then, in the yeah. Days. And then tried to get all the achievements. They had such gems as rage quit. You know, I'm yeah. sure all have oh, seen yeah. at least one Honestly, episode of Rage Quit. Still classic. Um, they did like 5,000 Minecraft Let's Plays probably. <laughs> still going. One every Friday for years. Like they're, again, they still do About it. About eight yeah. years, I yeah. think, at this point. Yeah. Maybe 10? They had like their own podcast, which they would then still animate going. the funny clips of into its own little mini show. Funny. Uh, <laughs> Air yeah, quotes here. Yeah. I also, thought it was a hoot well, at the yeah, time. Can, okay, can I just, while we're on Rooster Teeth, those stories, especially like the ones that like Bernie tells, Oh, bullshit. Oh, like, none of that actually happened. Anyway. The only one who tells the truth is Jeff, because he's just really fucked up. And yeah, he's, he's just, like, stoned out of his mind <laughs> he's all like, the yeah, time. Here's all this shit that happened when I was a child that was super fucked yeah, up. Yeah, he like, tried to boil gasoline. Yeah. Cool shit. Like, I'll believe that. Okay, so one of the dudes is Michael. He does the rage quits. He um was in their movie they made a couple years ago as one of the main characters. That was bad. a lot. 
Um, he is married to the woman that voices Ruby on their Ruby show. It's which Yang? Uh, <laughs> no. Is that you? Awful. Oh, one of viewers shows as well. Uh, they create a lot of shit, if I'm honest. With yeah, you. and then and then Gavin, which is this British guy, is the slow mo um, who, guy. Yeah, does is one of the yeah. slow mo guys. It actually, actually famous. The person. Chromecast YouTube pause screen has him on it crazy he's famous and to um, his credit he actually is like a very technically proficient and skilled and yeah no like he, he like his whole persona is that he's a fucking moron because he's british yeah <laughs> yes. yeah and, and they're all just generally dunces that walk into yeah. shit these are like uh, for the most part you yeah, know but he stupid. like he's helped with a like guy Ritchie movies yes no like, he, he's very cool yeah. he's like legitimately talented however so when i was like this is probably me at 13 14 i did run a michael x gavin um, fan fiction blog. Um, so I, <laughs> the ship was called Mavin. If anyone's uh, wondering, I really no. wish I wasn't like 14 seems so I old, just, but I, I probably need, was. I need people to know, uh, I've been dating Megan for three years. She's never once <laughs> brought up Mavin. Yeah, we, lear- we <laughs> learned about this. Was this, like, this was such was a revelation a to me. Blog. I week. had a main Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, she's only school, yeah. She updated it five I, days I ago. I ran <laughs> for maybe like three months of that, <laughs> but I was very involved. I was scrolling through a little bit of it before we started the show. Such gems as this picture of Jeff just barbecuing zucchini. I don't know why I reblogged that. Sure. This one of Gavin dressed up as a playboy bunny. I don't like that. That's a lot. No, I do like Um, that. There's a lot of very sexual DeviantArt stuff on that that I don't don't really want to You need to share. If it's DeviantArt. I mean, Um, the title says it all. (laughs) Not even like all of it is sexual, but like this is a picture of them like playing Slenderman and Gavin is jumping on Michael's shoulders. This is one someone drew of them (laughs) kissing. That's hot as fuck. <laughs> I want to kiss them. Pretty cool. I'd go to the achievement hunter office and I'd kiss all the beautiful boys. Um, and, and the ladies. Uh, then Fiona there's also some gems such as like me listening to some of the podcast episodes or like watching the achievement hunter weekly updates and pinpointing oh, exactly yes. every single time that Michael and Gavin touch or make eye contact and then <laughs> blogging about it after. Uh, so so anyway, I love this. This is so fun. I, I actually love this. So, much. so that is a lot. No, I will not be reading the URL because no, no one's allowed to look at it. No, that's very funny. <laughs> we'll put it in the description. Honestly, so oh, this is okay. There's a lot also like Michael at the time was really into My Little Pony. So like that is true. Uh, yeah, very red dark. flag at the beginning. Did but you get into a bunch of brony? And shit you know what? No, you know what's funny? Like He's the, not even the pervert. He's not the even the pervert. Drawings <laughs> of him are like My Little Pony themed and stuff. This is just like a whole gift set of Michael doing stuff. Dean, it's, one it's thing. A lot. One thing you will learn throughout life, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you say you've been dating Megan three years. Uh, not once has Mavin. Uh, the immaculate ever ever come out up. Of my brain. I would prefer to <laughs> never fair, think honestly. about but I'm, this I'm, ever. I'm again. letting you know, Dean. Uh, today is the first day of your life where you learn that about like 50 percent of women, up to 75 percent of women, have had fan flick fic Tumblr blogs. Absolutely. Hell yeah. At some point in time, either <laughs> that they wrote or that they just reblogged other people's fanfics. All right. Well, good. I'm, I'm letting glad you I'm not, know that. We should have like a sort of like Brother. boyfriends of fanfiction writers anonymous. I, I had a fan. <laughs> I had a fanfic.net account. Oh my god. Not for Rooster Teeth though. My, uh, <laughs> someone I know very close told me 
<laughs> that uh, they used to go on different MP3 sites, or no, it was different quiz sites. So certain fanfic sites got shut down at one point yes. because of like DMCA and copyright claims. So people used to write quizzes that were actually choose your <laughs> yeah. own adventure yeah. fan fictions. Um, and apparently that's how people got off for a while there. Yeah. Oh my um, God. I'm just saying, like, the power of, like, horny teenagers notice no bounds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. My one point and that I, I want to... <laughs> the one point that I want to say before we get into the meat of this uh, is that, you know, in high school, when I was growing up, uh, all all of my friends were, like, you know, not ridiculed, but definitely outcast because we were all, like, vaguely autistic people mm-hmm. uh, who were just, like, really obsessive about, like, dumb nerdy shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, nerdy Magic media. the Gathering and right. D&D and, like, w- like that that ostracized us. But then, like, girls like this can go around, <laughs> like, frame-by-frame frame analysis of podcast <laughs> video looking for any hint of, like, emotional connection between two people. And then that's not autistic? So Fuck Dean, off Dean, with that. Wait, wait. I don't think Megan was the popular girl. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait Dean, there's, there's two things I want to tell you about this the first one is if you go to any group of women uh and try to point out the one who runs a fanfic blog you're not going to be able to find them okay. just letting you know that they don't wear it on their sleeve oh, unlike yeah. men if you if you walk up to a group of men and i ask you hey which one of these browses 4chan every other night you're gonna be able to fucking find okay, out who it Chance, is pretty so yeah. i did buy a rage quit t-shirt and i wore it to school Do you still have that it, yes it's at my parents oh. house <laughs> are also just Barbara being a queen. Barbara's so, a queen. Barbara is a queen. <laughs> She's Canadian. I don't know any of these fucking <laughs> Anyways, people. Uh, so 4chan also plays an instrumental role in this story. So here's what happened. About a week and a half ago, there were two leaks, mostly of nudes, of two cast members. One from Rooster Teeth slash Achievement Hunter, and then one from a subsidiary, which is Funhouse slash used to be Inside Gaming. Now, yeah. at the time, the big scandal was that one of the talent from Inside Gaming, a guy by the name of Adam Kovic, his leak seemed much worse because... Not only was it images and videos of him and his wife having sex, we don't know if it was filmed with or without her consent, but there were also videos of him masturbating in the office, like taking nude photos in the office, like bad stuff. I I saw all those. Yeah, like fucking... They were were posted on... um, Kiwi Farms. And GIF on uh, 4chan, like consistently in the past few days. And Shout out to GIF, my homeboys. So at the time, that was the major one. And then included in this was a few nudes of a talent by the name of Ryan Haywood, a 36-year-old man, father to two who has been married to his quote-unquote high school sweetheart. And at the time, the big scandal was like, oh, like, yeah, Ryan's sending these nude pictures to people. That's pretty fucked up. It seems like he's cheating on his wife. But, like, Adam confirmed is, like, sending pornographic images to someone he met on a gay forum. And that was, like, very much the thing at the time. Yeah. Now, do you want to know the reason why these leaked? This was actually a plot orchestrated by the poll board of 4chan because they were tired of Rooster Teeth's liberal bias. And Ayo, you know what sparked God. that video? You know what sparked that? A video they made in 2018 around the time of the Texas House elections when Mr. Beto O'Rourke was running against Ted Cruz. And in the video, although they don't say who they're voting for, they are wearing Beto O'Rourke pins. Oh, no. They fell for his skateboarding charm. They fell for his skateboarding yeah, charm. Yeah, they saw him drink an IPA, and they saw him, like, say, like, Standing oh. on tables. Wait, were you yeah, he stood on a table. Uh, he said Come that... Out. Uh, you know, like punk rock isn't dead. And they're like, do you know what? Yeah, we will uh, destroy our entire company for you, you know sir. What? A butterfly flapped its wings. And two years later, almost two years to the day, as a matter of fact, this scandal occurs. Mm-hmm. 
And at first, like I said, it went from being like, oh, that's fucked up. Like Adam's like, oh, I'm resigning. And Ryan's like, oh, I'm going to step away to in the days that followed, not just one, but several accounts of him having at first inappropriate texting relationships with fans. Him being Ryan. Yeah. To eventually, well, we're going to get into it. Here's the deal. So I'm going to give you a quick background on Ryan. Here's the principal player in this (laughs) symphony of sadness. So he was hired in 2011. He came from a background of male modeling, which is a bad start. The modeling industry notoriously is basically the most predatory industry in the world. And I mean, in terms of predatory, like actual sexual predatory behavior. Yeah. In fact, he once did a uh, modeling show where he dressed up as a gnome and he sat underneath a large mushroom. This was in Italy. Okay. What? Yeah, we're talking some real deviant shit here. Oh my god! This, this is, is like that guy that uh, sent body parts to the Canadian government. That that was, from, <laughs> that was from honestly. My, my Luca Magnata, Luca Magnata, Ryan oh, yeah. Haywood. That's on Megan's Tumblr blog as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She shipped him with Gavin too. Very, very topical. <laughs> and then uh, he shipped Gavin's parts to the Canadian embassy. <laughs> so Luca. Ryan starts appearing in videos. He originally was hired as like a back uh, behind the scenes talent. And he starts appearing in videos like around 2013, 2014. And he Mm -hmm. cultivates this image as the dad guy. He talks about how he has his kids and how he's, you know, married to his wife. Yeah. It's like a stable relationship. He was the boring one. Yeah, exactly. Like that was his persona. And then his like character persona in the videos was that of a sociopath. You had the dichotomy between Mm -hmm. what was believed to be his real life persona of like the loving family man and then his video persona of like this wild sociopath. Right. That's important. I would say uh, remember <laughs> that. so rooster teeth as they grew and I'm talking about the company collectively, but they would run various cons. They actually have their own RTX, which is uh, the rooster teeth expo mm-hmm. and it's become like quite a large media con. Yeah. They run it out of Austin, Texas. They're based out of Austin, Texas, but they would also go to like PAX East, like all these other big, you know, video game and tech cons during a podcast about two years back. They mentioned that when the group would travel to these po- these cons, Ryan would always stay an extra day in the hotel, ostensibly so he could relax and be by himself. Oh, no. Well, as these leaks started to come out, at first it was chat logs. He joined Snapchat in December of 2016. And let's say he used Snapchat the same way I would use Snapchat, which is not conducive to a very healthy relationship <laughs> with anybody. <laughs> the problem was... Uh, I have about 40 friends, whereas he has about 40,000 fans. Mm -hmm. And as Megan has very clearly demonstrated to us, a lot of the people that are fans of Rooster Teeth are young adults. 13-year-old girls? Well, just teenagers in general. Yeah, yeah. Right. And especially when you have someone that you idolize with a parasocial relationship. And if you're not familiar with what parasocial means, it's essentially a one-sided relationship. They provide content and media for us to consume and enjoy but they don't really get anything out of it. Yeah. That's part of the appeal but, of Twitch is uh, that you can have this. But especially yeah. because you, uh, because they, you know, up to upload content regularly uh, and often like with like vloggers and things like that reveal yeah. pieces of their personal Information lives. about their lives. You feel like you know the person and, and a have connection. a connection. Absolutely. But they don't even know you exist. Until Hence the para. <laughs> until you start Snapchatting them. So I have a list of uh, individuals that have come out with stories about Ryan Haywood. Most of it revolves around the Snapchat and I have seen and these are all like verified actual screenshots from Snapchats that he has sent to fans. Most of the time it was the fans reaching out to him first 
And then almost within, I'd say, five, ten minutes of discussing, it quickly turned into a sexual tone. At first, plausible deniability of, you know, just like, oh, is he flirting with me? Is he not? And then it would escalate into things such as uh, speaking to one woman who at the time was 17 years old. Ryan used Twitch money as a gift for this teen who had disclosed to him that she was living in a rough home situation and that she didn't have a lot of money. He sent her money basically saying like, oh, you have to take this. Oh, you have to take this. And of course she was like, well, I, I can't do that. I don't know who you are. And eventually he wears her down. She takes the money and he says, oh, I guess you'll just have to fuck me at RTX then. Oh my God. She's 17 Jesus at this point. Christ. In oh fact, my God. they would later on meet up and he would have sex with her. Uh, Another one, I'm just trying to get the exact name. So this is a woman, also 17 years old, by the name of Michelle, and she has released this information herself. This was actually the first case that really got everything going. Uh, she talked about the exact same thing. Uh, she confided with her mental health issues to Ryan. She talked about all sorts of things on Snapchat with him, and he would quickly escalate the conversation to things of more sexual in nature. Uh, in fact, during one of their live shows back in, I believe, 2019, Halfway through the live show, he just said, like, oh, I have to go home. Like, I have a family thing I need to deal with. In fact, he'd actually left that show to go back to his hotel room to meet up with a 17-year-old girl. In the process of having sex with her, he removed his condom without her consent. Jesus. So not only were they in a state where the age of consent is 18, and you know it's bad when you're talking about the age of consent, and you're more, like, the only time you talk about the age of consent is if you're 19, and you're like, is this person 18? That's, I think, the only acceptable time. Once you pass that one-year threshold and you talk about the age of consent, what the fuck is going on? Well, what if I'm an evolutionary psychologist? Okay, that's different. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're smart then. <laughs> so this is a 36-year-old man that has now had sex with a 17-year-old girl. In fact, multiple 17-year-old girls. And on this occasion... He's also married with children. Two children. Uh, so she talked about how he took her virginity and how specifically he said... And this is what he told a lot of different fans that by having sex with him and providing him the sexual release that he wasn't getting from his marriage, they were in essence saving his marriage. Oh my God. And remember so much of his personal image, especially to these fans was cultivated around being a loving family man. Mm. Oh my God. Like you're keeping rooster teeth afloat by having sex. with. Not even necessarily that, but you're keeping his marriage afloat. And since you're like, if his marriage is his persona on this channel, that's his career too. There's definitely a double aspect there. It's real rough. Uh, All of these survivors of these uh, relationships discuss the fact that he would use emotional manipulation to either keep them quiet or keep them on the hook. Yeah. As of two, about four hours ago now, uh, another woman in her early early 20s who worked for him as a moderator on his YouTube and Twitch channel uh, described the meetups they said. What he would also do if the people were a part of the community he was, you know, a major figure in is he would then pit them against each other. And one of the early uh, individuals who went public with these accusations talked about how he would openly refer to her as like this crazy bitch in like private conversations with her friends who are also on this channel. Right. And basically pit them against her, thus making her more reliant on him, Mm -hmm. which if you know anything about domestic partnerships and mm-hmm. domestic abuse is one of the most classic traits of that. Oh yeah. yeah. Just like social and relationship manipulation, right? And isolation. Yeah. And classic shit. The patterns of behavior, uh, from all of these documented cases are obviously leveraging fame to gain the trust of these fans, specifically using their ingrained understanding of who he is as a means to get what he wants. Uh, always young women, always with mental health issues. He always uses his family as a shield. In fact, in his two apologies, and I say this with 
dramatic air quotes. Mm-hmm. He hasn't talked about really doing it. He's just, oh, I'm sorry. What I did was wrong. That's it. Now, please leave my family alone. Like even now, yeah. he's using his family as a shield to try and avoid anything. Right. Now, an interesting thing is he is still on Snapchat and he is still on Twitter. In fact, the girls that have been going through and bringing these screenshots to light receive messages from him as they screenshot these messages, meaning this man who is now credibly accused of two instances of statutory rape mm-hmm. will not fucking log off. Wait, yeah. Is he still you gotta, employed? You by have to post no. through it. He has been fired. <laughs> So, Always stay online. <laughs> like this is obviously super fucked and really sad to hear and shitty. But like, should we talk about what what this means for like you know internet minor internet celebrities and stuff like Not that? Just like, yeah, because like this story unfortunately has happened before. It's um, I remember like I really haven't followed a lot of like youtube star drama bullshit since i was yeah. in high school you gotta watch keemstar i know i know drama alerts right. there's know. a lot of pedophiles on this website <laughs> i'm one of them <laughs> <laughs> who said that keemstar did keemstar, keemstar. he came out uh, as an open pedophile yeah he's proud <laughs> he's the first uh, openly no map <laughs> yeah, he was like Guys, <laughs> breaking news. <laughs> Him and uh, I'm Jay Station, the yeah. first open pedophiles. On yeah, yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. No, but I remember uh, in, I want to say like 2014-ish, uh, people, a lot of like British, like cute boy YouTubers. Like, I don't know if you remember Man Alex Day. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dan and Phil, I think one of them. No, uh, not British, but also Onision. Yeah, like uh, same general time period as well. Yeah, but all of this, all of this came out uh, around the same time of these guys, um, you know, messaging underage fans and meeting up with them. Uh, and there was this big reckoning about that. Yeah, there's that uh, guy who's in jail for ago. like 16 years or whatever for uh, getting like 14 year olds to say I'm 14 uh, while doing like sexual acts on video Jesus to fucking him. Christ. What are you thinking? Yeah, he was like, tell me your name and say you're my biggest fan. So they would be like, I'm 14 and I'm sending this video to this guy while doing oh sexual things. Uh, he kind of implicated himself on what that one. Jesus Christ. He's but no, like my, my oh point my is God. that like this has been an issue for a while uh, and Evidently, is not going away anytime soon, uh, and I, I don't know how to address it. I don't know what there is, what what avenues there are to address it. Yeah. Because yeah, like these these people, these uh, celebrities, like again, minor inter- internet like YouTube celebrities, uh, will like form these relationship, these port parasocial relationships with children who don't know better, but, and then. So there's so many avenues of communication open with social media, especially when you are a social media star. And then also because you're not so famous that you're like untouchable, there is still like this, you still really can prey on people and it's like not going to be that like some crazy like uh, people won't be looking into it that much. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you can fly like, yeah, it's a sweet spot where you can fly under the radar, 
but you still have like a very de- dedicated fan base yeah. who would do anything so to speak with you because like they feel like they have this special connection because you're not that famous that they have like a little bit of a connection to you i don't know and so obviously like big celebrities like super mega famous people also like are terrible and yeah but they have enough like money David that they Bowie, can go to a yeah, special island for like, this well okay we've covered this many know. times I yeah was gonna say, exactly. but it doesn't even go like it doesn't stop then right so like we all know but like we've we've talked about groupies and stuff mm-hmm. when it comes to like performers and yeah, uh, musicians like any musician but like that stuff had continued even after some major things came out like some major allegations and like we have friends and like loved ones who have been like I don't know I don't know about you guys I don't want to speak on your behalf I have friends and loved ones who are preyed on by even very small time musicians mm. Uh, who created this like weird um, like rock star complex, right? And I feel like that is a similar culture around these almost cults of personality types, almost. They see themselves as almost better and like start dehumanizing those around them uh, because of their fame. So I don't know if it's specific to YouTube in particular or like the culture of it. I think it just has to do with like assholes getting into these positions because they know that there's vulnerable people on the other end. Mm. And I, I, I just remember this when I was a kid. Uh, so this is like the early two thousands, the internet still very much in it's like mainstream infancy. Obviously it exists and it's in use, but we don't have like high speed internet and you know, world connectivity like we have today. Mm-hmm. But I remember my teacher being like, Oh, the internet's going to be great. Cause it's going to connect people from around the world. And it's going to like eliminate this idea of like isolation. Like you won't, you'll know you're not alone. But rather what's happened (laughs) instead is all these fucked up people connected with each other on the internet and it didn't solve anything. We're still isolated, but now we know of like other fucking weirdos and freaks we can reach out to and be insane with like there's, it's not a surprise that all these shooters get radicalized on 4chan. Do you think making these connections with them is enriching their lives? No, because there's nothing to them. These aren't even just parasocial connections. There's, nothing they're parasitic yeah and there's nothing beyond the surface level of these connections it's like yeah you could say oh i spent all day on the computer talking with someone but you didn't get anything from that and in Mm -hmm. many cases it just made your life profoundly shittier so yes it's definitely a confluence of uh, like anybody who pursues power is the person that should be denied it the most like that's the classic expression and maxim and it's turned out to be true i would say about 99 percent of the time if you want to be famous fucked up not yeah. good but like specifically the internet as a tool for like metastasizing this sort of like vile behavior oh absolutely yeah and it, 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 it takes advantage of the atomization that we all feel from for one capitalism because every job we've had is devoid of any kind of pleasure or, or meaning skill. or meaning like you're literally you can be replaced at any moment and that really does fuck up your consensus like your idea of identity Mm -hmm. so it's like we feel alienation from capitalism and it's like well okay what at least i can go watch you know seven hours of youtube when i get home i can go watch awu 138 and talk about how these two ugly guys are gonna fuck each other later yeah but then what happens when which is for the record the happiest that the happiest feeling the the greatest joy in my life (laughs) possible and when for 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 14 year old megan clearly the be all and end all yeah that's right but it's so profoundly upsetting that yeah this continues to happen it and really the reach of corruption power knows no limits nothing you enjoy can be enjoyed without at least some pang of guilt is the sad thing and that's not to be like a down except for 
our podcast. Even then, it's like uh, I my, think my dick don't work. So yeah, don't yeah even then, that. like maybe you should be reading a book, I, you I've fucking be, I've idiot. Been chemically castrated by mushrooms. <laughs> I think there's something to be said also about the nerd culture aspect of yes. this case because, like, girls in the nerd culture circle are treated like shit like i don't know i feel like yeah there's a connection there between like oh like the nerd culture misogyny. is so sexist that yeah there's like, a lot of misogyny when you're in it all the time like say these girls are like just watching rooster teeth and other like video game shit all the time and going to these like cons where they're super over sexualized like that's gotta fuck up your brain too like well yeah no know. you see like all like the anime pillows that are paraded around yeah. these cons, things well, like that i but I've said this for many years. Like it started when I first started playing music shows and stuff like that. And then like running music events. Um, I was, I would always have to remind myself at how vulnerable my audience is because it's true. You essentially have a power dynamic over your audience in the sense that I'm willing to put myself out there and they are not in, essentially in that situation. And also the people that are drawn to these types of things tend to be incredibly vulnerable people. That's why they go kind of find this fandom in like art spaces or in entertainment spaces because they're usually in like vulnerable positions. The likelihood that the person that you're talking to is going to be vulnerable or have like self-esteem issues or like emotional issues is incredibly high. And like, that's what makes me so upset about these situations that I, when I see these things come out, I've talked about this many times where it's like, it hurts me even so much more. It's not like someone's like a freak politician and it comes out that they slept with someone and then you're like, well, you know, they're a freak politician. They're fucking freak assholes. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It doesn't excuse it, but it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you're kind of a narcissist at heart, but it's when these people go into these positions where the whole thing is cultivated around vulnerability and opening yourself up and kind of showing your heart on your sleeve. And then they abuse that position of power. It actually like, makes my heart rot in a sense because it's like this is the opposite of what these people need it's like the most vulnerable in the nerd pot like so nerds already vulnerable yeah people that are interested in video games tend to be especially if it's like an obsessive thing yeah social outcasts and i can speak from experience here and then you compound that with whatever mental health care issue they have. Plus, as Megan very astutely noted, the internalized misogyny within that community. Oh, 100%. Internalized and, and just general. Yeah. 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 No, no doubt about that. You've got now a very potent mixture of things going on here. And oh, yeah. I think you're completely correct for someone to... And there's no way he wasn't willingly doing this. You don't have fucking a dozen girls that you groomed for sexual relationships yeah. and do so, you know incompetently or yeah, oops. Uh, mm. ignorantly mm-hmm. it's like this is a willful manipulation mm-hmm. right and he used the of information your fans who were talking about their mental health issues to start like yeah ah! a willful yeah. manip like this is psycho shit and you know me like jail shouldn't exist but if it did and should exist it's for people like this jail shouldn't exist but uh the death penalty has always been a good thing now, oh my god I think, <laughs> Christ, I think I'm kind of on the same page there, no, no, there are no, some no. people <laughs> Wait, Dean, what do you what do you have to say about all this? What's your takeaway? Uh my I I honestly don't know what to say. Uh because as as much as we hate the police, uh policing online relationships like these uh and like protecting again vulnerable 
children who are fans of YouTube creators or any sort of like uh, entertainer, be they online or not, uh-huh. it's difficult. Yeah, it's hard to do, and I like. There's no easy answer uh, for how we can go about preventing things like this to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, yeah. I, I'm at the point where, like, if I were to ever have kids, <sighs> they're not allowed to ever fucking use a computer. You know what? I'm raising them like Luddites, man. Let me know if we're moving out to a cottage. I'm making them like uh, get water from the well. You know, That's what they get to do for fun. Fuck those kids. Let me know if this is a good idea for this utopian internet that I have, right? Okay. Kids out there, <laughs> if you're listening to old Uncle Chance. <laughs> no kids listen to this show, please. <laughs> yeah, kids, please don't. Not don't to. fucking listen to the show. If you are under 18, you download this podcast. I will destroy your phone. <laughs> but um, you know how you're taught as a kid, like, walk with a buddy when you're going to, like, the bathroom or whatever? Yeah. Like, the, we need the buddy system for online. Yeah. Where you have the, at least that one person where you're willing to say, like, I'm talking to this person. Mm. And have that other person. Yeah, okay, I like that. Okay, you know what if, I mean? This is actually smart. If you are under 18, yeah. uh, you're, there are no DMs. There are no private messages. Yes. Every message. That's uh, a public, public yeah. message. Now uh, we're talking. Is a, is, yeah, is a public message. Or if we don't want to be too extreme, like your buddy has to be there. Yes. <laughs> like you, like yeah. you, you need like, I need like my friend Dave Gagnon to be reading my messages. No, why not Megan? Uh, he can't read. So. Why, wouldn't it be, <laughs> yeah. why wouldn't it be Megan? Well, because at the time I did me. not know oh, her. Okay. Uh, but like, yeah, if I... I'm 13. Dave Gagnon has to be with me uh, when I'm messaging all these hot chicks uh, online. They're uh, (laughs) they're in my area. They're available. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's you talking to bots all day with your friend in the room. But Dave has to be there to watch me talk to them. Can we make like a smarter child companion that goes along with us and it'll let you know if you're talking to a pedophile or not? (laughs) I just think, I think like in in all seriousness, like I think the rise of these internet communities that are kind of helping each other out, even the ones that are toxic, as long as they're helping each other out, like the stand communities and stuff like that, yeah. that shit is toxic as fuck. But also, you know, they will kill somebody mm-hmm. if they fuck with one of their own. That is true. Right. K-pop, I think Twitter especially. I think the internet system. needs more. We need more communism on the internet. That's yeah, all I'm going right. to say. And kids out there, if you're listening to old Uncle Chance, Hold we, your buddy's arm when you're going pee. There, there's a, a a growing branch of uh, leftist populism on uh, Instagram. Very excited about that. What is it? Referencing our previous episode. Oh, don't, they're growing. Oh, that's what yeah. they're going to write in our... They're going to yeah. take clips of me saying the internet needs to be communist for 18-year-olds. That's right. <laughs> no, under 18 They're going to be like, populist leftism is breaking the podcast internet. Yeah. Do me a favor. Don't send me a message if you're under the age of 18 unless you are related to me, at which point I will tell you which members of our family suck shit so you can, <laughs> you can also, try and get written out of their wills retroactively. But also, I was, I was talking to Megan earlier this week. Uh, Megan, please drop the email if you have any kind of like internet suggestions for us anything that you think we should promote or any ideas of stuff like that i am totally interested and you should definitely send us an email uh, so i would email love to read those is always in our description but again it is llcscfrc at gmail.com Woo. uh thank you very much uh, for yeah, breaking for that story today jesse yeah jesus and, and thank you megan i have no doubt there'll be more for updates. sharing I'm, my I'm not personal even kidding. 
inner world with you all. I'm yeah, you really you opened up to us I did. tonight. Yeah. Especially to Dean. Yeah. Dean's actually rosy in the cheeks right now. Next time I'll I tell am. you about my actual main blog I ran for like nine years, Ooh. which was can that, be that the, but the strokes. Can so. that be the Halloween special? We should do a bonus episode where you just <laughs> yeah. read through it. Oh, can you There's read like one of your fanfics for a bonus thousand, episode? I never wrote a fanfiction. Oh. Just a PSA. No, I, I just read them. Um... But yeah, no, my my strokes blog is far too long, and I still blog on that one. <laughs> one day we'll Shut find out. Not about the strokes anymore, though. Shut up. I just reblog artsy pictures of rivers. Down you know what? Basically. One day, if if I get enough emails telling me how to make a communist internet, and I'll do it in my backyard, um, I will re. I'll rename four characters in a good fan fiction to the four of us, and I'll read it for a pod. <laughs> I wrote a fan good fiction God. about. <laughs> about friends of mine in high school explicitly designed to make one of them angry and he reported it to the principal and I got suspended for two days. <laughs> uh, one specific excerpt from that uh, fan fiction was I had the Terminator uh, enter a plane he was on and say, are you XYZ? And he said, yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. And then he jumped off the plane for no reason. <laughs> That's fucking sick. But uh, I did imply the plane had gone on to do 9-11 and my friend was driving <laughs> it. And that's what got me suspended. Man, that's, um, that's uh, political language right Okay, there. one last story before we close. Uh, the first boy that ever liked me was at camp. Again, way too old for this. I was probably like 15 years old. We didn't even kiss or anything. We just held hands once. And then my friend wrote a five-page fan fiction about our forbidden love because he was from Ottawa. Oh, wow. oh no! Disgusting city. Yeah. <laughs> Our one last piece of news before we close off this week is that Ben Harper is now going to be a politician or some shit. So anyway, fuck that guy. Yeah. Okay. So folks, uh, he's like an aide. Or yeah. Right he now, or he has advisor. aides. Uh, no, that wasn't <laughs> hey, funny. That wasn't funny. Do you, do you Come town, baby. Let's wait, we're, <laughs> we're not. I'm not ever notice how Ben Harper gets aides <laughs> like this. <laughs> Michael J. Fox gets Parkinson's like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anne Hathaway. Anne ha like Hathaway gets Therese like this. <laughs> I might have told this story before, but do you guys remember uh, when it was someone brought a donkey or some animal to campus wearing oh, yeah. a little Harper sucks sign? Yes, and I then know him. Someone posted it on Overheard, and then someone commented, "Guys, Ben Harper goes here. Like, what if he sees that? That's really mean." It was like, "Oh my Do you god, that's a prime minister." An actual quote from the guy who ran that donkey. Because I actually know the person who brought the donkey to campus. Because <laughs> unfortunately, he was a big prison farms proponent. Guy. Jesse, Jesse uh, was the donkey. That's right. Uh, he, <laughs> when asked about, "Oh, what if like?" Stephen Harper's son saw your anti-Harper sign. He said, fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah right. that's right. Which is such a cool thing. It's true. Yeah. Though. That so guy is from my hometown for the record. Ben, Harper, ben Harper. The other guy. Ben Harper used to go to Queens, which is endlessly funny. And we could ha we could swap stories about like Ben Harper being a dumbass ben, here yeah. uh, for a while. But suffice it to say, the news is that he's uh, working as an as an advisor uh, for premier Jason Kenny, uh, which really? is starting at premier. the top, uh, extremely funny. Uh, he's 24. Uh, he's been taken on as a policy advisor. One of the two, uh, that were hired, uh, according to this, uh, CTV news article, his salary is below, uh, $111,000. Uh, and because of that, uh, they don't have to disclose how much he's making. That's a uh, so he could be making a hundred thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, yeah. nine hundred ninety nine cents. And oh, we would yeah. not know, which is extremely funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, 
it's based on his professional credentials. Uh, his professional credentials being having gone to Queens hey, was, and currently yeah, he attending wrote an Columbia. Article about why capitalism is good, actually, and one he was time for a newspaper, though. Groomed for success. Did no you guys know? Yeah. Which makes no sense because Harper literally ran on the fact that he was like not the son of a politician, whereas Trudeau was. Like that was literally his entire thing, and he shit on him for so long. Okay, fuck Trudeau. Hypocrisy we, we said this wins, every single baby. episode. But he was like, oh, yeah, like, I hate, you know, legacy politicians, et cetera, et cetera. Fucking, okay, Wait, cool. I'm so, was a conservative politician hypocritical? <gasps> I just huh? wanted to point <gasps> out that they were, okay? Sometimes you just got to point it out. Okay, that's fair. Um, uh, did you guys see the tweet that I sent you? From, yes. from Ben no. Harper? From, like, what, 2017? 2018, uh, yeah. uh, January 4th. Why not just make the minimum wage $1 million? Oh, yeah. Then everyone could be rich. All problems solved. Mm. Thank you, man. Accidental leftist. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that at the time being like, this guy's fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, he's very stupid. He also caused me to have my bad trip that probably gave me brain damage. I don't know if I've ever told you guys that story. And I'll tell you one day. Uh, that'll be a Patreon exclusive story. <laughs> yeah, an, only, uh, an OnlyFans exclusive story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I recommend following uh, Ben Harper if you can on Twitter. Now his Twitter is just him reblogging Jason Kenny, which is fucking lame. Uh, but before that, he had some real winners of just like him being like, "Oh, this is an interesting article." It's like historical Ni- uh, historian Niall Fer- Ferguson tells you why communism is awful. Or like, <laughs> thank you, Niall. He's like, oh, I just write a, wrote a new essay about how after we have to rethink the monetary system. Was, it's just like it's all just like lovely stuff. I really want to get into this man's he's head. Baby age, I hate. Uh, this. He's baby age. Why he looks like like a marionette come to he's life. So he's also so ugly. He didn't used to be like hideous, but he's like definitely transformed into a bit like if Forrest Gump was seven three. Yeah, <laughs> like he's so fucked up. Looking. But. Um, I know, like, we've, we've discussed this before, uh, but Ben Harper is the future boy king of Canada. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, in the next, like, 15, 20 years, will be ruling us with an iron fist. Uh, and, like, you know, we'll be, like, saluting photos of him as soon as we wake up every morning. I, for one, oh, welcome this. Uh, I think as f- as far as like a dear leader figure for Canada Him goes, and Baron are going to be the two tallest. Yeah, it's going to be like it's going to be biblic, dude. It's going to be like tribes of giants fighting yeah. uh, gonna, in like just outside Jerusalem. They're going to play like one on one on one pickup to determine like trade. It'd <laughs> yeah, actually be fucking hilarious. Um, I hope. Ben Harper like goes to jail for some kind of fraud or something like that and never gets his chance. Sold Zippos at Queens. That would yeah, that would be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Selling loose ciggies to pay for (laughs) education. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be fun. Like yeah. (laughs) Like he somehow gets caught up in some racket for like marketing a conservative zine and just gets fucking nailed by it. That'd be funny. Yeah, he's gonna work for the weird if he did that. It's gonna be so sick. Yeah. I can't wait to read his national post articles. Do you think he's going to also... Yeah, he's also going to have op-eds in the National For Post sure. 100%. No, no he's not part of the union. He I'm pretty sure now. he already has. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out to the National <laughs> Post of all fucking places for unionizing. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about that hey, sometime. Like, hey, it's like the police union. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll try to do a deep dive for next time. We'll talk about uh, our, our lovely competitors, the National Post. Uh, their staff voted to unionize. Do they have a podcast yet? The no, National Post? Podbean. Yeah. 
They uh, it's, they have. It's to. called uh, NP No Problems and right. National Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we will see you next week.